0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888 thirty three ninety three, And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Some tweets that uh, came in after the show yesterday. Piltown Posse tweeted uh, when we were talking about Dems not liking uh, voter ID. Can we just not require voter IDs when voting in the Democrat primary?
2: Oh. Huh.
1: And huh. uh, just all show up and... and uh, If you
2: had to vote for a 2020 presidential candidate mm-hmm. for the Democrat Party, who would you go with? And, and, and this person, and this is who you could, I don't want to say tolerate as president, because none of them is the answer to that, mm-hmm. but who would you cast your vote for? Probably Tulsi?
1: Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I suspect. And then we'd find out she's much more radically radical than we've been led to believe. Yeah. Uh, let's see. From uh, I'm a licking butter. <laughs> I'm a licking butter. Okay. All right. Without the space program, Major Nelson would never have found Barbara Eden living in a bottle on that deserted island.
2: Oh, we overlooked that's, that yesterday.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously uh, he worked for NASA. He was an astronaut. Yep he he i think when he came down he came down on that desert island yeah, right uh-huh. and then he he found genie in the bottle <laughs> yesterday we also discussed uh you know the other cool stuff that the space program has brought us kevin davis tweets out of all non military government agencies nasa has given us the best bang for the for our money hmm. i think that's really true uh and it would be true again especially if you're if we're going to Mars imagine all the things we'll have to overcome all the things we'll have to innovate and and invent on the way to Mars
2: yeah and i i actually got um uh a direct message dm on twitter from a guy named Winston Smith who was talking about uh, cuz we talked Boy, they, they haven't updated. Why are we hitching rides to Russia and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how NASA was in the middle of developing uh, the Constellation uh, spacecraft. And I guess yep. we would spent millions. Obama gets elected. He scraps the program. Um, and, of course, that, that, that's, um, that's, right. that's kind of what pushed the... What it did is it got these private companies off their butts and got yeah. them to start uh, doing that.
1: Right. He made that point. But uh, anyhow... Um, I'm a little nervous about the private companies. They've had some serious setbacks. I mean, exploding rockets on the launch pad. Of course, NASA had that too initially. But that was 1964, 5, 6, 7. Now it's 2021, and you expect less exploding rockets on launch (laughs) pads. At least I do. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping they can get it done. I, I'm hoping they can do it. Maybe it's just I lack confidence in in these guys in uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. I don't know. Look, they've innovated some pretty great things so far. So maybe they can maybe they can do it with the space industry too. Impeachment. Uh, the trial begins today in the Senate, and uh, I guess Maxine Waters has revealed the impeachment agenda, that they will not stop the impeachment push. Here's what she said.
0: The subpoenas that I have issued that's gone through the lower courts are now going to be heard at the Supreme Court in March. We will not stop. Whether or not that leads to Mm. another impeachment activity, I don't know. But I know we must continue with the work uh, that our constituents have elected us to
1: come to Congress to do. That is not what they elected you to do. You psycho. That That's is, a word. That is not what they elected her to do. To go to office and and do endless impeachment.
2: I don't know, man. Maybe her constituents I, did.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Well, they've laid it out. They're not going to stop. Even after he's acquitted, they'll they'll just keep trying. They'll, they'll bring up another thing and try to impeach him over that. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. I think the American people will reward you by sending you home for good. No,
2: we can only hope.
1: I really think that, I mean, that would be, that might even be the straw that, break, the, that breaks the camel's back for Democrats as well. Hmm. I mean, you can't continue this endlessly. It's not good for the country. I mean, if you got something legitimate, if the guy has actually committed a crime, but he's not even been accused of a crime, <clears throat> he wasn't even, even impeached for a crime. Well, the GAO says it was, but who are they? <laughs> not the be-all and end-all.
2: Yeah, uh, an Ob- Obama appointee. 15-year terms,
1: oh, the GAO. Right? Mm-hmm. Jeez.
2: Yeah, so in his existence, mm. the history, uh, five of the eight have been appointed by Democrats. And then they, you know, like I said, 15-year term, and then mm. they get lucky, and it's a Democrat who's president again. So not wow. exactly a uh, you know, nonpartisan entity.
1: I mean, running afoul of the GAO is like running afoul of the National Association of Realtors. You know, that it has no power. It carries no weight. So what? Uh, okay, the GAO says I did something illegal. And? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Where do you go with that? 888-900-3393. Uh, let's see. Last month, I, I think, I don't know how we missed this. Last month, uh, Steny Hoyer was um, apparently talking about, uh, talking about the, the U.S. legal system, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All citizens are presumed innocent until they're proven guilty. Well, not to Steny no. Hoyer. No. This is amazing. Here, I mean, this is the mindset of these lunatic Democrats. Listen to this. What I will do is remind Americans that the House provided President Trump
0: Every opportunity mm-hmm. to prove his innocence instead he Wait, ignored what? congressional
2: subpoenas for documents and for testimony by White House officials and ordered his subordinates not to cooperate. okay whatever man.
1: okay so they offered him every opportunity <laughs> to prove his innocence That's not how it works <laughs> are you do you think you're you took a wrong turn and you're in the Soviet Union? Man 1984. Um, uh, uh, what are you talking about? He didn't even—he didn't even seem to realize the irony there of what he was saying.
2: No, and the house has had every opportunity wow. to prove that he's guilty, and they haven't.
1: Have not. <laughs> wow. You yes, you don't. The onus is not on President Trump, nice. obviously, or or any accused to prove they're innocent. It's got to be the opposite. Uh, wow, that's insane. I mean, it shows you though how. Uh, far we've come in America to where that's the mindset now well we give him a chance to prove he's innocent he's in, and he didn't do it mm. yeah he doesn't need to douche he doesn't need to <laughs> <laughs> jeez
2: yeah and they're saying that this thing could be wrapped mm. up um, by uh, time for the Iowa caucus um, or
1: it could stretch on for months
2: depends on if they uh, go with uh, revealing evidence or call witnesses so it is mm-hmm. so up in the air right now. I yeah, just know just that don't know. today we start off with uh, opening mm-hmm. arguments.
1: So Won't that, that be fun? I can't wait for that. Do we know what time? Is it starting at 8? 9 uh... o'clock uh, Eastern? Or are they waiting till noon? There's going to be no cell phones,
2: Mm-mm.
1: no talking, and you can't leave. So once you're there, you're there. And uh, you're there for the duration of that day's uh, trial. That's apparently the big reality in this uh, Senate trial, which starts each day with the pro- proclamation, all persons are commanded to keep silence on pain of imprisonment.
2: No. Jeez. Oh, I want to see someone taken I want to see a senator taken out in handcuffs That would now. be
1: interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> After that, 100 senators will sit at their desks for hours on end to hear from House prosecutors. Uh, then Trump's defense team, and maybe a series of witnesses. We don't even know that yet. We don't even know if they're going to call witnesses yet. The first time the proclamation was used, in in the 1868 trial of President Andrew Johnson, lawmakers couldn't have imagined life in the modern era. The pace of today's politics would have been hard to foresee, even in early 1999, at the start of the impeachment trial of Clinton. When smartphones didn't exist, and so the senators will have a throwback experience. Right now, they'll be disconnected from the outside world, and they're they're going to be asked only to listen, not show off, not speak, not pontificate. They can't do any of that. Sit on your hands and listen to this stuff.
2: That's awesome. Uh, so it starts mm. it starts today at one o'clock Eastern.
1: One okay. Mm.
2: And mm-hmm. then, so each side will have 24 hours to present their case. I don't know how they're going to split that up. Apparently, during uh, Clinton's trial, um, they split that up over four days. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we're looking at six days a week for this stuff, Monday through Saturday until it's done.
1: Wow. They're going to use Saturday, too? Yep.
2: Uh, wow. After that, after the first 24-hour huh. periods um, to make your opening <coughs> arguments... Uh, mm-hmm. Each side will have all right I think is each side will have 16 hours or maybe it's just uh, 16 hours total to ask questions yeah, 16 hours total and uh, then we'll see because then they've got to actually have the debate. they will debate whether or not to call witnesses. So this thing is so open-ended we don't know anything other than just the 24 hour mm. opening statements in the question period at this point. So starts today one o'clock Eastern there we go.
1: Won't this be fun?
2: In the Iowa caucus, um February third. February third. So uh Bernie, uh Liz and um somebody else that's escaping me right now, another senator, right? Um Clobuchar. Clobuchar is not gonna be uh
1: Right they're not in gonna be able Iowa to cam-
2: or New Hampshire anywhere. Wow some campaigning during this. <laughs> you wanted to be a senator.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that starts two weeks from yesterday. Uh, or the Iowa caucus is two weeks from yesterday on a Monday for some reason. Uh, the whole thing about the Iowa caucus is just bizarre. It's, it's a weird process. And they made it even weirder this year. It, they changed a bunch of the rules. And so what was a weird process? Because you actually argue for your guy and you try, to, you try to convince all the people around you to vote with you. Rather than just going in and voting, placing your vote and then you move on, so that's that's not how it works at a caucus. Uh, also, Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz, as we mentioned yesterday, both named to the uh, Trump defense team. The, the, the Ken Starr thing, I just I still can't get over. I I, I don't understand the guy who who said this. Uh, this
0: uh, obviously has been one being on of the those team. bombshell days.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a bombshell day. the The day that. That was the day that they brought in those three stupid professors. Uh-huh. That was a bombshell day. <laughs> uh, quite a dud of a bombshell. They had nothing. And he said, he said multiple things like that. I mean, he has said things in defense of the president, but he said many things that were just, I mean, bizarre for a guy who is now going to uh, defend him. So we'll see. Again... All of this gets underway at 12 o'clock central today, 1 1 o'clock Eastern time. Meanwhile, the crowds in Virginia yesterday. Boy, that violence was something else, right? Wow. Yeah, you you knew these people. When they had guns, they were going to use them Mm -hmm. because that's just what gun people do. That's right. They have guns and they're itching to shoot somebody with it. (laughs) And so that's why the piles of dead bodies everywhere in the street. Mm hmm. Uh, actually, none of that happened. There, nope. I don't think there was a single arrest of a of a gun advocate. Uh,
2: there was one arrest. Okay, and it was a lady who
1: was wearing a. Oh mask. yeah, she wore yeah right. And I don't
2: and know the temporary she, mask ordinance where you can't wear one at the thing.
1: Was she actually a gun advocate though? Was that I the, don't know. Yeah, That's we don't even point. know that. That's a good point. We don't even know that. Yep. Here's a look at the the crowd that was there though. It was, it was pretty sizable. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pretty sizable indeed. Now, police said there were twenty-two thousand people there. Okay, they were expecting. I think they were expecting fifty.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know how many people we ended up. uh...
1: But I don't know. That's what they're saying. Twenty-two thousand people. You know, they they shortchanged us big time when we did the rally in D.C. So who knows? There could have been fifty thousand or sixty thousand there. I, I don't know. Um.
2: Boy, that looked like more than 22,000. It looks like a lot of people. Yeah, because it... It was it, a really it, good turnout. It went for blocks and blocks. Um, yeah. I it, loved it. It was huge. And and I, I want to... Um, the governor there, uh, what's his name? Northram? Northam. Northam, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how he, he went on Twitter yesterday evening, and, and he thanked his team, or he thanked the teams uh, for for keeping, uh, keeping the peace. You know, keeping the peace. He gave no credit... Gave no credit to the citizens of his state that showed up and peacefully protested. No, no, I no. thank thanks for uh, thanks for keeping uh, everything under control. Um, that's great. Yeah. So. Yeah. Eh, just terrible.
1: And, Obviously, peace loving people who mm-hmm. are gun owners showed up because there was no violence, and that's what everybody they desperately wanted violence. Oh yeah, there was this they one wanted
2: it. One reporter I saw on Twitter who said. Uh, what is so striking about the scene at the gun rights rally in Richmond is what you don't see. Almost no cops. Just that little cluster of state police there. No lines of riot cops, no law enforcement in riot gear. So I tweeted back at her. I'm hoping to hear back. I wanted to go and do a report on an Antifa protest in Portland and um, be Mm. sure to uh, compare and contrast what you saw in Richmond as to what you (laughs) see in Portland.
1: I'm sure sure. we'll hear back. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, CNN actually... Did a pretty good job reporting on it. Yeah. Uh, here's what they had to say.
0: CNN's Sarah Seiner, She's standing by. She's been in the mix amongst the demonstrators all morning. Sarah, what have you been seeing and hearing today? Oh, Dave, and I talk about- Look, those threats which caused the governor to call for a state of emergency have simply not emerged. The police very clear in saying that they have
1: not had a single arrest uh, during this rally. And we've been standing here all morning since the very beginning. Uh, there are thousands, if not tens of thousands of people here. I want to give you a view. Uh, we are standing right outside of the area where you go in
0: um, to the Capitol there. And what you'll see um, are just... Throngs of people lining not just this street, but all the streets around the Capitol. There are folks that are there to lobby their legislatures because this is actually lobby day where they are trying to tell them how upset they are with some of the gun restrictive laws that they are looking to pass.
1: That's.
2: It's amazing. That's a
1: fair report right there. And that was
2: probably the last report that that reporter filed for CNN before getting <laughs> her pink slip.
1: <laughs> well, you can't
2: You can't be fair. Mm-hmm. No. Not to these we gun nuts. Don't, don't tell us the facts. By the way, those threats, if I'm not mistaken, were um, a group of seven guys that were going to show up. Seven guys. And as far as I know, I don't know if they did or did not, but that was what caused all of the mm. angst in Richmond. So.
1: Incredible. Good, good job
2: and, by the citizens of the state.
1: Yeah, that's that's awesome. And you knew it was going to be that way with, with reasonable gun rights people. Just good patriotic citizens. You know, losing your hair uh, really sucks. We all know that. But we can help you out with that right now because um, hair loss can be traced to a hormone called DHT. Uh, but there's a... There's a possible solution for you. The FDA has approved two hair treatment products that control DHT and prevent hair loss. And in 65% of guys, it even triggers hair regrowth. Until now, these were really expensive. You had to get a doctor visit, get a prescription. But you don't have to go through all that anymore. Keeps offers the generic versions of those two FDA-approved hair products. So not only are they 90, up to 90% effective... They're totally affordable. And we're going to make them even more affordable for you right now. We're going to get you a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order. 50% off. Plus, with keeps, you can keep your hair without ever leaving your couch. You just answer a few questions, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, uh, send that to the licensed doctor, and he'll review your information, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped right now to Your door, so it's completely hassle free. So go to keeps.com/slash pad. Keeps.com/slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, <clears throat> here's some video of one of the Second Amendment rally attendees uh some of the people the peaceful people keep in mind as the cnn reporter said no arrests at least none that we know of of any of the gun rights people
0: oh so what's your name my name is mark from northern virginia okay where, where in northern virginia northern virginia okay, <laughs> okay. all right uh, how far did you have to travel today um what two and a half two hours, two hours. And so, why did you think it was important to drive those two and a half hours? One, I, I love this country. It's about the Second Amendment. It's about our ability to defend ourselves and our loved ones. It's not only a uh, constitutional constitutional right issue, but it's also a civil right issue. Um, the governor, who's known for blackface and/or possibly having a Klan uh, put on, uh, has the audacity on MLK Day to declare uh, executive order that would prevent people from lawfully protesting. This has been a long-standing rally where people have come and they have protested. And then, on top of that, to add insult to injury, um, uh, he wanted to uh, push forth the narrative that uh, white supremacists are stirring up issues. I feel comfortable here, haven't had any issues here. I don't know what the problem is. So it, 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 for me, as an African American on MLK Day, it's critically important that we preserve the ability to to defend ourselves and our loved ones. And I will not allow anybody to push a narrative saying that there are racist people at these rallies. It's not true. Okay. Uh, Now your sign says, we will not comply. Absolutely. Just as the sheriff and some of the counties have said, we're not going to uh, enforce uh, laws that are unconstitutional, Um, we will not comply. We will do whatever uh, means necessary legislatively vote people out of office uh, make sure it goes through the court process but we're not going to just lay down and allow people to strip us of our ability to defend ourselves and so that's what we will not comply means for me wonderful thank you so much for thank you. With us. absolutely
1: that's great I mean the guy's totally reasonable making complete sense uh, calm cool collected saying all the right things we will not comply legislatively and judicially. He didn't say we're going to pick up our guns, we're going to bring them back here to the capital. Uh, we're going to start shooting some people. None of that kind of stuff. Uh, wow, so that's really difficult to turn into something menacing, something awful. Uh, something that Americans should be afraid of. These gun nuts with their, with their gun attitudes, you know, willing to do anything to keep their guns. MSNBC had a little bit of different spin. They, uh, here's their take <laughs> on the second amendment this rally.
0: In Virginia, this is the scene in Richmond. They put white
1: nationalists,
0: militia groups, Wait, what? and supporters of background checks for gun purchases all in one place. And a lot of folks in justify Show me the white nationalists about a repeat of Charlottesville in 2017 we're keeping a very close
2: eye on the uh-huh, oh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah You obviously you, you continue to do that
2: did you hear that what was it white nationalists yeah and um did he say white supremacists what did he say and then he said and people who support background checks for guns he didn't say people that support the right to bear arms showed up there that was who showed up
1: yeah it's it, a nice spin uh, hmm. Nice spin. on, I mean, show me the white nationalists. Where were they? You said they're there. Uh, you claim that they're there. Let's get some interviews. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't see anybody screaming about the, uh, their white power. I, I didn't see any of that. Maybe it was there somewhere, but if it was there and MSNBC was so worried about it, they were going to keep such a close eye on it. Uh, what well, you better show us then. Show us these awful, evil white people who think they're superior to everybody else. <laughs> that is despicable. Wow. Uh, but that's how they operate. That, that just is how they operate at CNN. By the way, one of the uh, biggest douches on CNN, Brian Stelter, has teamed up with HBO For a uh, new documentary about the rise of fake news. This is great.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Tell me more.
1: Just a week after news broke about CNN settling a massive lawsuit over its fake news coverage of the Covington Catholic High School student, Nick Sandman. We don't even know how much they had to pay out, but they paid... (laughs) You got to believe it it was plenty. Uh, No one's allowed, I guess, to... Uh, give the details of that settlement, but uh, they definitely made a payment to the kids, (laughs) Uh, to to Nick Sandman. Warner uh, Media has announced that CNN's Reliable Sources host, Brian Stelter, is making a documentary about the rise of fake news. Okay. Uh, After truth, disinformation and the cost of fake news will examine the phenomenon of fake news in the age of social media. And the impact that the trend has on average citizens. Stelter is serving as an executive producer of the documentary with (laughs) Andrew Rossi directing. CNN said that he's been working on the project for a couple of years now. Mm. It's going to be good. That's great. Now, since President Trump took office... CNN has had its share of fake news.
2: Oh, so they didn't have to go to somebody else's video library for the footage for their documentary. <laughs> no, and I'm sure all
1: this will be included. Okay. Right? Aren't you sure that Stelter will break out all of this? Yes. Gross journalistic missteps that have required retractions or major corrections. One of the biggest embarrassments was a 2017 report about a Russian investment fund allegedly had ties to certain Trump officials. CNN retracted the story. After significant flaws in the reporting came to light, resulting in the resignation of three of their journalists. Following year, CNN erroneously reported that Donald Trump had coordinated with WikiLeaks on the publication of emails from the Democrat Party and the Hillary Clinton campaign. Story quickly went viral before it was revealed. CNN mixed up the details, showing that WikiLeaks and Trump communicated after the emails were published. Huh, a little bit of a problem. Network was also caught deceptively editing video to make it look like President Trump had rudely dumped a box of fish food into the water. (laughs) Remember that? During a photo op with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Jeez. It was later revealed that President Trump was simply doing what Abe did because it was the thing to do. CNN recently, uh, okay, they they did release how much it was. Well, they settled the $275 million lawsuit brought by Nick Salmon. uh, But I I don't know how much of that he got. And CNN personalities have repeatedly praised and lauded left-wing terror group Antifa. And last year, Stelter downplayed the group's brutal beating of journalist Andy No. Good. I mean, CNN should pay attention uh, to their own network. They've got serious problems there. And uh it really is the the media arm of the Democrat Party now. More so even than MSNBC and I never thought that would be possible. I never believed that CNN could could outdo MSNBC, but sure enough they have. They actually have. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three Uh, Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we got to get to this uh, John Cusack stuff too. John Cusack, we played a little bit of what he had to say uh, the other day at the Bernie rally. Uh, We've got a little more. Hmm. You know the guy, he loves capitalism and he talks about that love that he has for capitalism. So uh, we will share that. Also, Elon Omar is finally being investigated by not one or two, but three federal agencies. David, huh. David Steinberg from The Blaze uh, reports that in October, FBI <clears throat> the FBI special agent in charge stated that the wide range of criminal activity suggested by the evidence against Representative Omar might lead to the FBI to expand their review to other uh, federal ed departments, and that has indeed happened. At least uh, the following two federal agencies were contacted by the FBI with information regarding Omar. The FBI then placed the October meeting attendees in touch with the selected investigators. So the Department of Education Inspector General has been alerted. It's related to evidence suggesting that uh, Omar's 2009 marriage to a UK citizen may have been an attempt to facilitate federal student loan fraud or other fraud involving higher education. Shortly after Omar's uh, 2009 marriage the new couple moved to Fargo, North Dakota, and Omar enrolled at North Dakota State. Her husband enrolled the following year. Now, what's, <laughs> what's interesting about all this is uh, Omar received a degree in 2011. She and her husband then permanently separated in at the same time. So the marriage start and the marriages end coincide. With the start and end dates of her North Dakota State enrollment, a little something fishy going on there, perhaps, Hmm. maybe. Just uh, also, it's it's fascinating to note that her first husband also lived with she and her second husband. Hmm.
2: Well, they're uh, trying to save money. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, three people in one place. That's you think anything will come of these
2: investigations of this nasty shrew? You think you think we're going to do anything?
1: I yes, Hmm. I do eventually. Unleashed. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Bane of Idiocy tweets, How do you know what the voices in Maxine Waters' head elected her to do? Uh, also from uh, Jeffy's gallbladder event, which is now a thing in a Twitter uh, spot. Can you imagine five more years of Trump being impeached over and over? I, I can't imagine it because they're psycho enough to do it. And I... And I think they're going to. The Steve 42, uh, it's almost like white nationalists are a figment of CNN's imagination. And the rise of fake news in autobiography by Brian Stelter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's about right. So John Cusack uh, had some interesting things to say at a Bernie rally the other day. Among them uh, was this. Ah!
0: We know this form of capitalism takes and takes, it takes whatever, yeah, whenever, we do. however it wants. Mm. It'll take our lives.
1: Our lives? It'll take our
0: labor, our spirit. Our-
1: Can you, you know what really did take our lives is socialism that he uh, promotes and loves. Socialism, communism. Uh, I think that that's responsible for the death of over 100 million people in the last century. Uh, But uh, air and water, even our earth, even our earth. Bernie respects us enough to tell the truth, the hard truth. We have a 10 to 12 year window
0: to radically transform our energy systems, a 12 year window, predatory capitalism and the
1: endless (laughs) war economies (laughs) will rob us of the right to any future at all. Wow. Wow. Predatory capitalism. What does that mean? Predatory capitalism. Are we going around the world forcing people to do free market, uh, to do a free market system? Is that what we're doing? Maybe we should. Jeez, man. The fear-mongering going on with the left. It's criminal. It's evil. We should panic because there's just 10 to 12 years to save us from capitalism. There's just 10 to 12 years to save us from climate change. There's 10 years to save us, save the ocean from the great Pacific garbage patch that isn't even there. Nine months To save America from the election stealing of Donald Trump. Save the world from capitalism. Let's start with that. The system that has pulled 4 billion people out of poverty. 4 billion people. It's the system responsible for taking the world from 90% poverty in the 1800s. 90% poverty in the world. To 10% today. Uh, yeah, Yeah, we really desperately need to be saved from capitalism. 10 to 12 years or whatever whatever catastrophe uh, they claim now is completely made up. It's a lie. They just keep repeating over and over and over again. Uh, with, with climate change, even the UN's IPCC has denied they ever said anything like 10 to 12 years to catastrophe. They didn't say that. We just had climate activists testify. Uh, Michael Schellenberg. Michael Schellenberger. Uh, grilled cheeseburger. I, I don't know. Something like that. Was it Michael Schellenberg or Schellenberger?
2: I didn't have the story. Sorry.
1: Anyway, he uh, just testified before Congress and said that's all nonsense, that no serious person is predicting the end of civilization or anything else. Schellenberger. Yep. Not in 10 years, not in 12 years, not in 100 years, not in a 1,000. They're not saying anything about that. As for the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, that's yet another lie. Look for a photo of it, as we've mentioned many times. I know the Pacific Ocean is really big, but you would think a patch of plastic that and, and a bunch of garbage two and a half times the size of Texas should be visible, right? <laughs> it should be visible. Except it isn't, because it isn't there. And the fear-mongering over Trump trying to sabotage the election is just, it's pathetic. We've, we've been over that list of lies so many times I won't even get into it again. But we all know that these Democrats are despicable liars who are fear-mongering now because they know they can't beat Trump. And they can't win any argument on the facts. So they make up their own. They certainly can't win their argument uh, against capitalism on facts because even china has brought that into their system and saved millions hundreds of millions of their people with it 600 million people have been brought out of poverty and are participating in their economy now in china 600 million just in china i mean it's just it's unbelievable and it's it's not even arguable that that socialism Helps people. It doesn't. It kills them. It kills them dead. Uh, I it just, it's agonizing. Agonizing. All right, let's get into the um, 2020 situation now. Mm. Apparently, Planned Parenthood is launching a $45 million campaign uh, to back Democrats who support them, and pretty much all Democrats support them. But they're how, spending a record amount here.
2: Wait, how much do we give to Planned Parenthood as taxpayers?
1: $500 million. $500 million. Just the Just a half a billion, though, Keith. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Uh, and, then, and, and then they're going to spend $45 million against us to, to continue yeah. to make sure they can kill babies.
2: So I was going to say, so they only need, great. you know... Four hundred million and some change to murder millions of babies every year. Yeah, and then the rest they use uh, politically.
1: Right. right. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the money will go to towards the presidential election, mm-hmm. as well as congressional and state house races, mm-hmm. according to Planned Parenthood. Uh, votes executive director Jenny Lawson. No, wait a minute. Stakes have never been higher. She said.
2: Votes executive director. Yeah. Why? Why does a Planned
1: Parenthood votes?
2: Why, why, why does a women's uh, health uh, center need a, a someone on the paid staff mm-hmm. that, that deals with votes?
1: Oh, because the stakes have never been higher, Keith. They're, people are trying to uh, shut down this women's reproductive health clinic. <laughs> Don't you know that? The evil Republicans mm-hmm. want to shut down women's health because they hate women. Don't I know it? Yeah, you do know it. You know it because you are one of them. You're one of them. You're part of the problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Trump administration, she told CBS, has managed to undo so much over the last three years. Oh, shut up. The fact that this summer the Supreme Court might gut Roe v. Wade is an indicator of their intention, and they've never been so bold. (laughs) Neither have uh, have the baby murderers, uh, neither have they ever been so bold. They're so bold now as to say, yeah, we could even uh, let them die after they're born. That'd be fine. Yeah, we could even kill them, you know, in a nice way. I mean, we'll put them to death nicely like we do dogs uh, after they're born if you don't want them. Mm. I mean, we've, you talk about bold and extreme and unprecedented. Uh, it is. It is they who are just absolutely psychotic on this particular issue. Uh, And as for the Supreme Court gutting Roe v. Wade, I wish it was true. I wish that was going to happen. It isn't. (laughs) At least I see no indication. I would be blown away if the Supreme Court guts Roe v. Wade. I would be absolutely stunned because all indications are that they're going to leave it alone. That they believe that that's, that's legal precedent and they're going
2: to leave it alone. Yeah, that and John Roberts doesn't like to rock the boat. The right. Boat, you know. That's he, right. He he wants. Um. He likes to maintain course, a steady course, the status quo.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they're going to lose Roberts in any Roe v. Wade fight, and they're going to lose Kavanaugh because he's already leaned that direction on several rulings. <sighs> so, uh, that's a five to four decision right there. The other way.
2: How much does a uh, how much does a mammogram machine cost? I don't know. I wonder how None many you know. could purchase with $45 million.
1: <laughs> so that they maybe could do mammograms Maybe you could Planned do Parenthood. that instead of targeting yeah. uh, the
2: voters in these uh, key states.
1: Just look it up. Look up a mammogram machine cost. Cost of mammogram mach- machines. So between two and five. That's a good point. So
2: let's just say it's half a million. Let's just do the high end here, okay?
1: Okay, $500,000? Mm-hmm. So you could buy 90, ninety? Ninety? You could buy ninety mammogram, mammogram machines. machines for ninety different planned parenthood clinics. You could oh, almost do two in huh. every state. Huh. But, but, not something. but
2: let's target voters in swing states.
1: Yeah, and they're gonna do that. In Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Gross. Uh, how I despise this group. Not the people, but this, but this organization and what they stand for, and what they do, and what they were founded to do—it's just pure evil. And they—they're they a total and complete pass when they were founded with the sole purpose of eliminating minority children, and that's what they've been doing so effectively ever since. Here's just a little bonus that they're also eliminating quite a few white kids too, but that's not really the focus we're also getting rid of more babies in New York than are born alive.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Really is. It's... Gross. Again, it's it's evil. I mean, you don't like to overuse that word too much, but in this case, it absolutely applies. It's evil. So the Democratic field is out raising President Trump. I love this CNBC story. They're out-raising President Trump by a huge margin, three to one. Well, yeah, because that's because there's you know there were twenty-seven of them. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have twenty-seven different constituencies and people who you know think various things and support various candidates, mm-hmm. donating to that candidate. It's gonna it's going to outrage. Although they do say that they're Outraising uh, Trump a lot more than they outraised Bush or Obama. Mm. But there's a lot more candidates. And yes, I think there is a hatred factor for President Trump that, that drives uh, people to maybe pony up more for the, their candidates. But the fact is that President Trump still outraises any individual in the field by a lot. He's got $100 million in the bank. He just made $46.5 million in the last uh, cycle. Uh, he is not cash strapped. And the other thing is, uh, President Trump spends a lot of his own money, too. So he doesn't need as much as some of these other candidates.
2: Now, does that total, where we're looking at how much money the Democrats have raised, mm-hmm. does that include the 5 bucks that Wayne Messam got that one quarter? Is that factored into mm-hmm. that total? Or have we, did we carry the $1?
1: Uh, we did, yes, it did factor okay, in. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it Don't. does include that. Okay, I think that's what pushed it to three times as much as uh, President Trump was making. Because <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, man, when he hit the when he hit the fundraising trail, yeah. yeah, he hit it hard. Well,
2: he hit it hard, and he got that five bucks, and then he yeah. didn't even spend it. That quarter. Oh, that's like right, he's a saver.
1: He, he dropped out right after that, right. didn't he? So yeah. um so. he
2: he sat on that money. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know who he's going to bless with that five dollar bill. Well,
1: I don't. But somebody's I, man.
2: somebody's getting a haul <laughs> from the kingmaker, Wayne Messum.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that whopping. Because that's a true thing. People are gonna think we're yeah. exaggerating. No, that's a fact. That's an actual fact. Wayne Messam, in the was it the last quarter of the quarter It was before July
2: through September. He, he raised he he filed paperwork uh-huh. that showed that he raised five dollars. Five dollars. And and then it shows that he spent zero My gosh. in that third quarter. <laughs> so um I don't know who's gonna get that. Who will be the beneficiary? Treasure chest, right? That yeah. war, Wayne Messum's war chest of five bucks.
1: Will he save it for his next re-election campaign? Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Uh, so, no one, as NBC, CNBC points out, no incumbent president this century has been so thoroughly outraised by a field of challengers. Yeah, there's, there's never been twenty-seven of them before. The main Republican challengers to President Barack Obama barely took in more than the incumbent in 2011. Meanwhile, President George W. Bush narrowly topped his challengers in fundraising in 2003. Field is Trump trouncing Trump in fundraising, and that is unprecedented. I love everything. Everything has to be unprecedented mm-hmm. to these buffoons. Uh, Sarah Briner said, uh, Director of Research and Strategy for Responsive Politics, the cash edge reflects a Democrat voter base that's energized and motivated. You know, and that may be true, because they are motivated by their hatred for for, uh, President Trump, that's for sure. But still, he's got $143.8 million dollars. A hundred and forty three point eight million that's way more than any other individual, and who cares how much the Democrats combined have You're only going to have one candidate who runs against him uh so the Democrats though have raised five hundred fifteen point six million, which is uh that's considerable that's considerable clout that they'll have they'll have to spend against Trump. Uh, when the election rolls around, but the one hundred and forty three million that Trump has is uh fifteen million more than Obama raised and uh, eleven million more than than uh, President Bush raised so he's he 's doing fine and again, he also has his own money last time he said he wasn't he didn't care about raising money, and I think that might have hurt him a little bit in fundraising. But he goes to all of these events, and people are showing up by the tens of thousands. There's no shortage of excitement on the part of of President Trump. I mean, you you might say that the Democrats are energized, but so is the Trump base.
2: Yeah, and I wonder if more people are set to vote for him now. Um, numbers I think wise, so.
1: I think so. Than four years ago, I think he wins bigger this time uh, than he won last time electorally, and I think he wins the popular vote this time. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is. And I think the Democrats will uh, claim that there was Russian interference oh, afterwards. Yeah. After he wins, they will claim that there was some sort of tampering.
2: I think they're already, they've, they've, they've got the they've templates set that set. already written yes. up. Yes, they, they just they need to plug in the states that they're going to say are the ones where they were infiltrated. Yep. They've got they, the templates already written. You're right.
1: They're despicable. I mean, they don't care. Is, is that good for the country? No, but they don't care. Is impeachment good for the country? No, but they don't care. I mean, they were trying to, they were actually, I think they were actually trying to cause violence yesterday in in Virginia. That's how much they don't care. Because they could have used that as another talking point against the president and against conservatives and how evil the president and conservatives are. Speaking of evil, did you see the, the, uh, Chinese theme park where they they forced a pig to bungee jump. People are a little pissed off about it. I'm sorry? I kinda don't blame them in this case. They tied a they tied up a pig uh on a on a bungee tower.
2: Oh, come on.
1: And then pushed him off.
2: No and made
1: the pig bungee jump. It was really kinda sad. They had that picture of the pig dangling there on the bungee oh. cord. Not cool. And then they said so, and what happened to him afterwards? Have a heart attack? Uh, he was reportedly sent to a slaughterhouse. <laughs> Those are, he didn't earn is, his freedom. No, that is not a good way to spend your last few moments. First of all, you scare the crap out of the poor pig, right? By making him bungee jump, and then you take him and kill him and eat him. It's, it seems wrong to me. I mean, out. I'm not a big. I hate this story. I do too. I do too. That's what I said. It's oh. wrong. It's wrong.
2: But I thought China was morally superior to us. Oh,
1: right. right? And on the cutting because edge Because we're the,
2: we're, we're, the, mm-hmm. we're the worst people on the planet. Americans? Oh, my Americans? gosh, yes. You said them father
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, right, All these other countries get it right. We're the evil ones. Uh, uh, that's horrible.
1: Theme Park has since put out a statement saying they accepted the criticism they received. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. All right, good. In the publicity, too, I bet.
1: We sincerely accept uh, citizens... Criticism and advice and apologize to the public. We will improve our marketing of the tourist site to provide tourists with better services. Okay. <laughs> what a weird thing to do and really mean. I mean, I'm not... I, I believe that we have dominion over the animals, but that's just a bad way of using your dominion. That's mm-hmm. that's poor dominion right there. We should not be pushing them off bungee jump towers. Yeah. Not cool. You certainly didn't get its permission, Right. Uh, see? I mean, seriously. See? Uh, hold
2: on, hold on. Watch. I'm no, I'm no better than that theme Fist park off. in China.
1: Yay! well Whoa, oh my. Oh, that was wrong. Sorry. That was so wrong. I'll check on him during the break. All right.
2: Uh, he's fine.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: I am. It's it's true. I, I am, in fact, here. And it's great to have you here uh, with us. Triple Eight. 93393 also at Pat unleashed on Twitter a little less now than uh <clears throat> two weeks away from the Super Bowl featuring San Francisco 49ers going after this would be number six
2: that sounds right yeah I don't I, know I think it'd be there?
1: their sixth it would be the second uh for the Kansas City Chiefs who came out initially the favorites in this thing I don't know man San Francisco's pretty pretty good yep. that defense is amazing
2: and the offense is too
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it actually is uh so yeah, i mean they were the number one defense in the nfl this year hmm. uh, yeah. not surprising led by byu linebacker fred warner of course mm. which uh pushed him over the top they
2: were they were good on my fantasy team
1: were they yeah I great, bet they were. Yeah,
2: had the greatest non playoff team But you didn't uh,
1: ever. Yeah, you didn't make it to the playoffs? Yeah, I'm not bitter. I'm just <coughs> saying. Wow. <clears throat> That's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm pretty bitter. Uh and then of course we had to have some weird thing happened in the opening intro of the uh of the of the Chiefs Titans game. <laughs> it, this is so bizarre. Tyreek Hill, who should be who should be a little uh, uh Less demonstrative, maybe, since, I don't know, he was just accused of beating his son a while ago. Right. Lay low, man. I'd be <laughs> laying low if I were him. Quite honestly, I would I would be on my best behavior. I wouldn't try to do anything freaky like this. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. Uh, let's see the still shot of, I mean, he, he comes out and starts crawling on all fours on the field when he's introduced. Then he gets down and does this dog leg thing like he's peeing on a hydrant or what, what something. Then, what? what what is that? What
2: Why compels a grown <laughs> I man?
1: No. I honestly Who's not
2: inebriated to do that?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Great. Is that bizarre?
2: So weird.
1: Is that w what is the Thought process that goes on. Here. You know what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm going to come out. What you got? Curry? Crawl like a dog. Okay. And then I'm going to lift my leg like I'm peeing. Yeah, do <laughs> that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, he's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. people are going to love it. Yeah, but you're going to when you get
2: down there, then you're going to wait for a second and give the camera guy a chance to catch up with you. <clears throat> right. Right. Okay. And then
1: you lift your leg. Then I'm going to get up and I'm going to run really fast uh, oh to the sideline. Goodness, it's so bizarre. It is so weird. I don't pretend to even begin to understand that. Why have we gotten to this level in the NFL? You know, I hate it's bad enough. Okay, we, yeah, we, we can take the picture off. <laughs> it's bad enough when they do this stupid group photo in the end zone after... I mean, sometimes it's after a sack, not even a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They all run 30 yards down to the end zone and do this posing thing that is so ridiculous. Yeah. That's bad enough. But the dog peeing on a hydrant thing, I, 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 mean, I can't even begin to understand. What is that? 888 900 Got some uh, tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Jeffy's loose hospital gown. Oh, wow. By the way, his hospital gown was, in fact, very loose when I was visiting him in the hospital. Wait a minute. It was down off his shoulders, down to a... You know about his his man snoops. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you got a little pig, did you? Oh, I got a little pig. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait a minute. How I didn't want lo- a little pig, but I how is sadly it loose got it. on Jeffy? I because what size was it? It's untied. It's untied, and okay. yeah, and uh, he okay. likes to think he's sexy or something. I don't know what the deal is. Oof. Anyway, having CNN create a documentary on fake news is like Jeffy giving weight loss tips. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shall not be infringed tweets, I think what Keith is trying to say is that Wayne Messum is more fiscally responsible than anyone in politics. He uh, had yeah. the chance to spend a full $5 yeah. and had the restraint not to spend a dime. And think about that. Secretary of Treasury? You, yeah. <laughs> Good thought. Yeah. it's a great thought. I
2: mean, that's five yes. bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. You could buy a yeah. something. <clears throat> it's a five spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Loblaw, blah, blah. some say much of the uh, Great Pacific Garbage Patch originated from CNN headquarters. Uh-huh. It could be true. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, Girl M, on the bright side of this pig story, you know, the one where they made the pig bungee jump and then sent mm. him to the slaughterhouse. The slaughterhouse provided sweet release for this traumatized pig. <laughs>
2: It's terrible. It's a terrible story. Bungie a, jumped the thing from... It's an the, awful
1: story. Yeah, was it top
2: is. of like a roller coaster or something? Yeah, it was, was, it was like a
1: 200-foot high tower. Bungie tower. Uh, not cool. A little higher than what you just put higher? The okay. pink pig off. Of.
2: Sorry, pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll do, pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Tom Steyer apparently draws a symbol on his hand every day. Oh, this is crazy. Why doesn't he just get a tattoo? Um, Thank you! Uh, but it's weird. In between the uh, front runners during the Democrat debate stood Tom Steyer. You might have spotted him. He was the candidate caught in the middle as Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren clashed <laughs> off mike at the end. That was Boy. a fun time, too. He
2: wants to be friends with Bernie Sanders so badly... It was that awkward <laughs> moment after the debate when, when <clears throat> Elizabeth Warren and Bernie were buttonheads with the handshake or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, um, Steyer and Bernie were together in an event, and I, I didn't ask for any pictures of this, but, I mean, Steyer just had this grin from ear to ear that he was next to his buddy, and they were dancing on stage, and oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, he, he loves Bernie. Uh, it was great because Bernie was like, or Steyer says, I, I don't want to interrupt here or anything, but I just wanted to come over and say hi. Yeah, hi. And then he blows him off and walks away. <laughs> Plus, he was pissed because Warren had just called him. Hi.
2: You called me a liar? Did you Bird. just call me a liar? you called <laughs> me a liar on national TV. A
1: what? T- I think you called me, you me a liar on national You're TV. Right. Let's not do it liar? right now. you want to have that discussion, we'll have that In discussion. Time. You called well, me a liar. All right, let's not no, do it Yeah, right, right, good. Okay. <laughs> good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. good. Okay. Okay. Steyer
2: should have walked away when he saw they were buttonheads. Like ah, I shouldn't right. be here. But right. no, little fanboy had to hang out there and wait for his uh, his crush <laughs> to get done with the conversation. It's
1: kind of funny. Oh, sad. You can't be a liar on national TV. Yeah, because you are one. Why? Why wouldn't I? If you lied about me, I'm going to call you a liar on national t- TV. If you don't like it, don't lie. <sighs> it, you know, we've gotten to this place where it's, I guess, taboo to unless you're Donald Trump, it's taboo to call anybody a liar again, except for Trump and everybody on the right. You can call them a liar as much as you want. Yeah, but anybody on the left, if you call them a liar, that you just that is verboten. You can't do that. Well, of course, you can. if they're lying, call them a liar. And she's li- I think she's lying. Who do you side well, with in that? Oh, I, Bernie or Elizabeth? I,
2: with Bernie. Look at the track records mm, here.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
2: I mean, like we just went over yesterday. She's lied so many times. Yeah. What was it? Her heritage she Demonstrably. Lied about? Right? She lied about the principal who said that, oh, you lost your job when her she heritage. really quit. Uh, yeah, we did her heritage. he's talked about uh, her son went to a pri- uh, public school. He went to a private school. It costs 15 grand a year. Right. Yep. And then uh, there was another one in there as well. There's, there's a, a million lies. Yeah. Uh, so who are you going to side with? No. Not, not Elizabeth.
1: So, this thing on on Steyer's hand, uh, there's a symbol. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's 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 his drawn reminder. Drawn in pen. Look at that. See. Yeah. It's his reminder. It
1: looks like tic tac toe almost, <laughs> except with all X's.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's. Uh, or pluses. It's his reminder to tell the truth every day.
1: That's what it is.
2: Because yeah, if you don't if you don't draw on your hand, see he will forget you'll forget to tell the truth. I guess if you're a politician, that's how that works. But um, he did an interview about a year ago with Ben Smith of BuzzFeed, and they had a text exchange, and he asked him about these um, about these crosses on his hand. And, uh, and he just responded, you know, for a while now, I have drawn it on my hand every day to remind myself to always tell the truth. I later discovered that it has traditionally been known as a Jerusalem cross. <laughs> so he thinks he invented that. <laughs> Scrawled it on his hand and then found out really that weird. centuries ago he was ripped off uh, ahead of time, apparently.
1: That is really weird.
2: But yeah, and it's also apparently something that some white supremacist groups carry um, uh, to rallies. Oh, oh, so,
1: oh, oh. Just be careful there, Tommy. So it's a white supremacist sign is what it is. Sign and up. he's wearing it. He writes it. He draws it on his hand every day. Uh-huh. Wow. So
2: we know where his... Uh, his loyalty
1: lies. If that, you know, again, if that was a Republican and oh were, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what they'd be saying.
2: Instead of this obscure fun fact about right. a grown man drawing on the back they of his even hand give like that. a third grader. They
1: would not give you that.
2: Yeah, it would, it would be <clears throat> a conspiracy. It would be like, wow, is this a secret uh, uh-huh. nod to white supremacist <laughs> groups during <laughs> yes! the debate? Like, I've got yes! your back.
1: Right. So ridiculous. It's just
2: weird that a grown man it chooses, like, I will. I'll admit, first of all, I'm a freak. I got it. But I have written on my hand reminders all the time. Whenever I can't find a post-it note, I mm-hmm. write on my hand. Absolutely.
1: See? Okay. I do not do that.
2: Well, whatever. Uh, this guy here, that's he, okay that he draws know. on his hands every day. Every single day. Why
1: not just get a tat then? Why right? won't you? That's really weird. So if you're that weird. into it, get a tattoo of Yeah. Him.
2: Just, he's a bizarre cat, at Tom Steyer.
1: Oh, he is. He absolutely is. Uh, and he's got this easy explanation now for when people say, well, okay, you're this big climate change crusader. You made all your money in oil. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Then
2: uh, all those dirty pennies <laughs> that you uh, earned, you should give away to a climate right. change fund. Exactly.
1: And go and just be poor. Exactly. Go
2: down to zero. Go, I tell you what. You know what? Go down to five bucks, and then you and Wayne Messam can be in the same boat.
1: Man. Does he really need $5? I don't think so. I don't okay. think so.
2: Tell you what. No, do this. Uh, I got a new plan. Get yourself a tattoo of all those tees <laughs> and then donate the rest of your fortune. Okay. Make sure you get that tattoo covered and then you uh, then you go and donate the rest of that to climate change.
1: Uh, 888-933-93. And uh, T- Tulsi Gabbard got into a push-up contest against some guy at a campaign <laughs> rally. This looks less... It doesn't look like one of those Joe Biden moments though. No, or, no, or, no. Hey, fat, why don't you why don't you arm wrestle me or we'll, we'll do wind <laughs> sprints or or uh, how about we put, do push-ups, huh? Look, Fatso. Fat. Look, Fat. <laughs> hey, Fatso, why don't you do some push-ups with me? Okay, Joe.
2: All right. Let's see. What's we got Tulsi so, doing push-ups?
1: Here? Tulsi and this guy. <laughs> okay. Get into a Now, look, he's in shape. Look at that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both are. And she's going fast, too. <laughs> but, but the guy uh, pretends that he collapses uh, and lets her win. Do you think so? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, there's those no way tough. she would He could have kept going forever. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Those, uh, those wear me out. Yeah. Especially oh, I if, couldn't have done that many. And if, and when,
2: <laughs> you put put your hands toward the middle there, you know.
1: Like, Make him harder? Oh, oh Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like that guy. Of course, or I just don't do the him. ones
1: where you have to slap your chest and then go down. Oh, and pass. Slap your chest. Yeah. I'm like that mm-hmm. guy,
2: but I'm not getting off the ground. I'm rolling over and going night-night.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have started the thing in the first place. <laughs> You're like, nope, you <laughs> yeah. win. Okay. You good win job. by default. I good job, Tulsi. That was really good. <laughs> you didn't even have to get down there, and you won. That was awesome. So I
2: want to see Joe Biden challenge Tulsi to a push-up uh, uh, contest. That would be fun. All right? I mean, that would be fun. If you, if you think you can take this uh, former Marine guy that you challenged in Iowa... All right, and once you challenge a woman,
1: <clears throat> wasn't uh, wasn't Gabbard kind of defending Biden when he was under attack from Kamala Harris? Oh, seems uh, like she did. Seems like those two get along.
2: Huh? Well, she make a nice vice president then.
1: Yeah, yeah. I th- well, that's. I think that's what she's angling for. Because what other chance does she have? She's not going to win the nomination. I don't know. Everybody she's
2: angered it. so many people in the Democratic Party because she's not like them. Yeah, that uh, I know. When push comes to shove, they won't tap her. That's why. That's why Kamala Harris got out so quickly, because that's what that's her path now.
1: Well, Kamala Harris got out so quickly because the Democrats are racist pigs. Yes, And so, and so well, I didn't say that. Same thing with Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a bunch of racists who won't vote for black people. I guess, and, and so they both had to get out.
2: I know you're telling the truth about them because um, you remind yourself every day by scrawling four T's on your hand just <laughs> right. to remember to tell truth. the truth. Tell the truth.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All 888 thirty uh, three ninety three. We welcome a new sponsor uh, again to the show, Rough Greens. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you know that dry dog food must have a two to three year shelf life? Oh, What does that tell you about it? Preservatives. It tells you preservatives. Yes, it does. Yeah. Dry dog food manufacturers sterilize the food when they make it. So they have to kill anything that might be active, you know, alive in your pet's food. So the crappy side effect of that is that in the process, they kill all the good stuff Mm. while they're making the food last a really long time. Uh, so all the probiotics, the enzymes, the vitamins, and healthy microbacteria, all those things that your dog needs mm-hmm. uh, but doesn't get from their food because essentially it's it's dead. It's dead food. Oh, wow. Which is why I'm so happy to have found Rough Greens, Smart. First of all, it's not a dog food. It's a healthy supplement that puts into your dog's food all of the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. The, the omega-3, 6, and 9s, the probiotics, the enzymes, the vitamins. No matter if you feed the most expensive dog food on the market to your dog or you make your dog's food at home or somewhere in between, Rough Greens Smart will make your dog's food better. So if you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com. R-U-F-F. R-U-F. Like, rough. Oh, Nice ruff com slash blaze or call 833-MY-DOG-33 833-MY-DOG-33 or com slash blaze At Gray Unleashed 933.93, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, coconut oil. Caliphite fight tweets. Uh, not that I endorse it, but the explanation is he's marking his territory. Oh, this is Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the dog peeing thing. <laughs> he's marking his territory. Stupid. Still stupid. But that's the point, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, you're right. It is still. Really stupid and uh, vulgar and is nasty. But, uh, yeah, it does. I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's not actually. Now, well, maybe the dogs are doing that, right? But uh, certainly lions do that. Tigers do that. Oh, my dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Does your dog mark territory?
2: Yeah, like the little dog will go and pee somewhere, and then he's got to always save some in reserve to go back to wherever she was and go mark over the top of it. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Dude, it's your yard, man. Stop. Just stop. Oh, I got to have this specific place right here. Ugh. All right. Well, you're going to go inside and cuddle with her anyway. What does it matter what you're doing in the yard? so weird.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad we don't do that as humans. That would be pretty nasty. Yeah. No, Uh, we Yeah, that would really...
2: I just want humans in this building to wash their hands when they're done going to the bathroom. No, that would be That's nice. all I'm asking. Yeah, that would, I'm literally, can you not but. stop for 10 no. seconds?
1: No, many cannot. I, if you can't even flush the toilet, you certainly aren't going to stop to wash your hands.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I just watched this uh, two-minute documentary <clears throat> thing or this uh, reporter here in Dallas, the TV station. Um, she goes and puts this, like, um, lotion on her hands, mm-hmm. rubs it in, and it's like... Uh, it shows up under UV light, under the black light, okay? Mm-hmm. So then she goes and touch stuff around the office, okay? And then she interacts with people, shakes their hands, and people that she didn't even interact with have traces of this germ, which is this UV ray, you know, lotion stuff, mm-hmm. and you see where it's tracked all over the building. It's just nasty. Oh, I gotta check on our bread. So
1: if that's somebody's unwashed hands...
2: Right! What are they spreading around this place? I'm asking five seconds to...
1: They, oh, okay, yeah. Wash the your bread hands. that we did before Christmas is there still? No, it's still. It's preservatives. No. Every man.
2: one of these things look.
1: The preservatives so... are unbelievable in that.
2: Oh, whoa, whoa! Except for Jeffy's chair. Oh, really? Jeffy's chair broke through. No, I wish, man. Would that be oh, something? Yeah, that would. Uh, yeah. Even Jeffy's even chair, Jeffy's
1: chair is okay. I
2: mean, that shows you the level of. Uh, Show it to the preservatives. camera. See, this that's is unbelievable. This is Jeffy's chair.
1: I mean, if it any fine. of them, we might as well just throw them away. Nothing's ever going to happen. That just shows you how long that bread can last because of the chemicals in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the studio <coughs> oh, carpet. Man. I mean, nothing has been affected.
1: That uh, is something else. There's dirty hands. Totally fine. Everything's fine, man. You know what we should do is have homemade bread. Yeah, because it won't have any preservatives and make it white bread, and redo the test. Yeah, we'll do it. Like uh, that. And we'll see what happens then. Uh, from Pelosi's tainted accretion disc, <laughs> so lunatic liberal loons Tom Steyer have a place have a place have t- have to place a symbol on themselves every day to remind them to <laughs> tell the truth.
2: That's how bad it is. Yeah,
1: it is. I mean, unreal.
2: <laughs> you know how you would tie a tie a, a little string around your finger, right, to remember to do something, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's exactly what that is. If yes. it wasn't for him tattooing yes, himself every
1: day. He, he would wouldn't just, remember. He would uh, lie. I'd lie. have to lie. Lie endlessly. Uh, whenever I talk. <laughs> but then, when, before I talk, I look at my hand, and it has a bunch of T's on it or something, that, and, and it reminds me to tell the truth. <laughs>
2: <That's>
1: so stupid. <laughs> and
2: then he washes it off every night and has to start over the next day. Like you said, man. Just get a tattoo.
1: Jeffy's Spoons. Jeffy's 18 Spoons. Uh, Steyer. Hey Bernie, want to come over? We can listen to NPR. Talk about central planning, <laughs> Bernie. Sorry, kid. There's no roads from my house to yours. Yours. <laughs> I can't do the Bernie. Do the Bernie. Uh, what's the line? Sorry, kid. There's no roads from my. Uh, house I'm sorry, to
2: kid. Yours. There's no there's no roads that lead from my house to yours. <laughs> is
1: that okay? It's better than mine. Okay. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, I don't know why I can't get Bernie sent. Should that should be easy? And I, I I just can't. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I guess something like that. Yeah, you'll get there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Um, Siri has an interesting thing going on, and of course, there's always some excuse for this. Um, <laughs> but uh, according to Reuven Rivlin, the president, they, I guess, uh, they asked Siri. Who the president of Israel yeah, watch was, this. right? Yeah. Watch, Here's uh, what happened. Watch hey this.
2: Siri, who is the
1: president of Israel? Reuven Rivlin is the president of the Zionist occupation state. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Wait, what? No way! Come on now. Uh,
2: oh! Oh! You've got your own All iPhone right, there. Right, yeah. they, now they may they may have fixed this, Pat. So, I don't know. We have not. This is live radio that and television. Yeah, we're
1: gonna check it. We though, have not that, tested this. I'm sorry, we can't let that stand. But,
2: and we'll tell you the explanation that that Apple offers here in just a second. But let's see what uh, or some, okay. somebody offered on behalf of Apple. I'll say
1: Siri. Who is the president of Israel? Oh, nah, see. So what
2: they what they were saying is that uh, it was um, they I were getting their information from a website similar to Wikipedia, and that that website was biased. Okay. And their information on Israel and called it a Zionist occupied state.
1: So they just t- redirected Siri. To so a different now website. it looks like
2: it's yeah, going it's re- somewhere else.
1: Redirected, obviously. Ah, oh, bummer. But that's I mean, good for them for correcting that quickly. Uh, let's see. See if it answers this correctly. Uh, see, do I have my sound off? No. Okay. Should mm-hmm. be, should be on. Uh, <clears throat> Siri, what is the capital of Israel? I found this on the web. She found it on the web. What,
2: what, what, she you can't just, just no, tell no, me. tell me. Tell me what the. Ask Siri to tell you the uh, capital.
1: Siri, tell me what the capital of Israel is. Here's what I found. <laughs> She's not going to. Wow,
2: look at her her right down the middle. Notice what, what does how we it, does refer it,
1: to this yeah. as her. Uh, the well, capital a- of Israel, you according to YouTube, Jerusalem. Hmm. Status of Jerusalem, Wikipedia. Then you're going to get a. It's disputed is what that one says. So this is what she found. She found a whole bunch of conflicting information on it. Thank you, Siri. That's uh, that's perfect. Good. Conflicting information. <laughs> that's great. We got
2: to think of some other fun things to ask her.
1: To, yeah, because you know. I, I mean, I'll bet there's a lot of stuff that is connected to bad information like that. Mm. Uh, and like the Zionist state of Israel. Ask her
2: if Jeffy's overweight. I mean, we can all agree on that, right? We found uh, common ground so, there. Right?
1: I mean, surely it,
2: she's going
1: to. Siri, it. is Jeffy overweight? You have two contacts named Jeff Fisher. Whoa. <laughs> no, <stop. laughs>
2: that's awesome. <laughs> wait a minute. Does not really answer the question? Wait a minute. Though. You've got Jeffy's number on your phone and you've got the former NFL coach? You're friends with the former NFL coach who yes. always goes 8 and 8?
1: Yes. Oh, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, it's not something. Oh, huh, all mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> 888 <laughs> 900 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Again, any similarity between this song and any other song is purely coincidental. <clears throat> Unintended. 8 900 3393 Names were changed to protect the innocent. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, you were gone when we talked about the rock and roll and Hall of Fame inductees, right?
2: I believe Last so. Last week?
1: Yeah. You know who got in?
2: Yeah, I remember. Who Doobie was Brothers? Yeah.
1: Which they should. Should have been there sure. a long time ago. Yeah. T-Rex. Okay. One hit. hmm Bang a gong.
2: That's all it takes.
1: Another, uh, kind of iffy hit, uh, 20th Century Boy. You're my my 20th Century Boy. No, that's not. Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Heard it one time. Nine Inch Nails. Really? Do they belong? Does Depeche remember? Mong?
2: Remember influencers?
1: Yeah, I guess. I, did Nine Inch Nails influence a lot of people? Did
2: Tommy James and the Shondells make the list?
1: No, they did not. Okay, they didn't even make. They weren't even finalists.
2: Well, then, did the Monkees make the list? <laughs> no. no, no, they didn't. Did the Connells make yep, the, Connells did not the list? No, they did not. Well, then that's <laughs> yeah, a flawed list not. you've got there, sir. Uh,
1: it is. No foreigner either. Oh. Nine Inch I've, heard Nails. I've heard of them. Nine Inch Nails, Depeche Mode. Uh, they don't belong. Notorious B.I.G. I, can we just split off the rappers and put them in their own Hall of Fame? Yep. Come on now. Rap has nothing to do with rock and roll and vice versa. Uh, well, unless you're Aerosmith. I guess, and the Beastie <laughs> Boys. Uh, then maybe that uh, whole statement is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Whitney Houston? Again, we're, uh, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey and I guess Paul Abdul will be next to put her in too. Why not? What the heck? She'll be in before 4. Do not care
2: anymore though? Yeah, I, don't uh, I, I don't know. It's such a joke.
1: I don't know. Whitney Houston? Hmm. And I- Ugh, so awful. So bad. (laughs) I know a lot of people like Whitney Houston. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not among them. Uh Uh-huh. But does anybody believe Whitney Houston belongs in the Rock Hall of Fame and Pat Benatar does not? She did not make it. Mm. She's not in it. Really? Yeah. She was nominated. Yeah. Didn't make it. She was the second highest vote getter. Didn't make it. The highest vote-getter was the Dave Matthews band, who I, I don't oh, like either.
2: Oh, they didn't make it.
1: But they did not make it. So the, the top two vote-getters did not, from the fans, didn't get in. And that, guess, that tells you everything. Yeah, it does. It tells you they don't care. No. They, don't, they just don't care.
2: And we shouldn't either.
1: And it tells you Paula Abdul will be next. She's, gonna, she's going in next year. Is
2: she? So, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Paula Abdul, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: All right. You heard it here first.
1: Uh, Minnie Ripperton. Uh, loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next year. Minnie Ripperton. I bet. I'm gonna welcome her with open arms to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (laughs) In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him and I'm gonna demand that she be nominated because she needs to go in now. If Whitney Houston belongs, why wouldn't you put in a pioneer like uh, like Minnie Ripperton? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Pioneer. She's a pioneer. Uh-huh. She's a pioneer. A, a soft rock and roll pioneer. All right. 888-900-3393. It's kind of scary, this coronavirus that's going around yeah. in China and Asia. Starting to spread. Uh, they are warning against a cover-up. Apparently, the number of cases is jumping. Mm-hmm. Uh, China's top leaders have warned lower-level officials not to cover up the spread of the virus that has now infected nearly 300 people. Anybody who concealed new cases would be nailed on the pillar of shame for eternity.
2: I love how China threatens the lower level government officials. Do you want to be nailed on the tree of shame for eternity?
1: And you know, you wonder, well, that's probably literal as well as figurative. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the warning came as state media said six people have now died from the virus, which causes a type of pneumonia. You're dying from a pneumonia? Really? Isn't there like a I don't know penicillin that can fix this? Mm. It's been confirmed the virus could pass from person to person. The World Health Organization on Wednesday is uh, considering an international public health emergency over the virus. Mm. With three three hundred people, make an international emergency?
2: Yeah, yeah, and well. And we're getting um, hmm. uh, three U.S. airports now are screening for it. Just three? Yeah, well, because I think that's where the points of entry for
1: Oh, for Chinese China. flights? But now it's in okay. South
2: Korea as well.
1: Yeah, I saw that. My goodness. I um, think Vietnam. And, it, uh, and yeah. it's,
2: it's called the coronavirus? Yes. And you don't even get a Lyme with
1: it? I, I guess Where's not. Where's my rim shot?
2: Where's my rim shot? You don't even get a lime with the coronavirus, Pat? I mean, that's ridiculous, man.
1: There you go. <clears throat> Thank you. Is it worth the wait? It's totally worth the wait. Are you kidding me? Okay, all right. Absolutely.
2: Whatever. So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> and, it, and they traced it back to like this meat market where they're not cooking the meat properly. I mean, that's gross.
1: Did you see the movie Contagion? Uh, uh, is that the one it, with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? I think so. She yeah. cheats on her husband. Uh, yes. Okay.
2: In Minneapolis or something like that. Anyway. Yeah.
1: She in yes. Chicago and then Chicago. She, she but she goes to the she goes to Hong Kong. Yeah. And she shakes hands or takes a photo well, with Well, don't ruin it. Chef. Don't ruin it because it's oh. only been out for 20 years, Pat. Right. Yeah, I don't. I mean, please.
2: I love that movie, but I can never remember the name.
1: Thank you. Contagion.
2: Yes. I got to go watch that again. That was mm-hmm. so good.
1: And it all started with Bad news. They,
2: they trace it back to mm-hmm. that. Uh,
1: yep. Yep. So it can easily happen. And in that case, I mean, you see this thing spread. It's like it's it's a chilling movie. Cause it's, I loved it. It's, it I, spreads fast mm-hmm. and it kills a lot of people.
2: I love movies that don't have happy endings. You know, they don't—they don't clean <laughs> right. up at the end and go. Here's yeah. your nice little wrap right. package with a bow on and top. And they certainly
1: didn't do that. In this. No, they certainly did not. That's a good movie, *Contagion*. Millions of Rented. people died, and there's really no happy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, good.
2: I think they Good do, night.
1: I think they do find a cure eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, okay, but maybe I remember that. I
2: don't. One. I don't. Maybe they did. Oh, okay.
1: Huh. MSG, by the way. Speaking of uh, China, MSG and Chinese food, that's not unhealthy. Uh it's it's racist. Wait, what? If did you, you believe just it say? to be uh, <laughs> monosodium glutamates are uh, are racist. Or if you don't like monosodium glutamates, I guess you're racist. <laughs> Come on now. Uh for years, MSG, a food additive has been branded as an unhealthy processed ingredient mainly mainly found in Chinese food, despite the lack of supporting scientific... Oh, that's the problem. Okay. Hmm? Because they only use MSG in Chinese food, for the most part. It's racist because people have made this into a health issue when there was very little evidence for that. Uh, This perception... I think, you know, this is something that Stu has talked about. He talks about this uh, a lot, because they do this all the time with additives or a chemical or a product that they think, for whatever reason, is unsafe, and then people panic, you take it off the market, you start banning it, and then you find out, well, there was really no evidence in the first place that it was even bad for you. Mm. But Mm. this perception, which activists argue, is outdated and racist. Racist. Is so widespread that Merriam-Webster Dictionary has an entry for the term Chinese restaurant syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> a type a type of condition that allegedly affects people eating Chinese food heavily seasoned with monosodium glutamates uh, with symptoms like dizziness and palpitations. Huh. To this day, though, the myth around MSG is ingrained in America's consciousness, with Asian food and culture still receiving unfair blame. Chinese restaurant syndrome isn't just scientifically false... It's xenophobic.
2: What? <laughs> Stop. Who writes these All paragraphs right. and says, yep, take it to print, boys. We got right. some good journalism going on there.
1: So bad. That's uh, just plain bad. Okay. Uh, but here is some good news. <clears throat> oh, I There's need a, some. a Cardiff University team. Cardiff is in England, I believe, right? It's, right we'll it, find out. It's in Great Britain. <clears throat> a newly discovered part of our immune system can be harnessed... To treat all cancers. Cardiff University team discovered a method of killing prostate, breast, lung, and other cancers in lab tests. The findings were just published in Nature Immunology. And they haven't been tested in patients yet, but the researchers say they have enormous potential. Test them on people. I mean, why wouldn't you do this?
2: Right. I don't Why wouldn't you do this?
1: It, It doesn't make any sense to me. If you've got something promising like this and you've got people who are really, really sick and they've tried everything else and nothing's worked for them and they've got no chance here, except maybe this, it's either this or they die. Well, is this going to kill them? Well, they're going to die anyway. Let them try it. So bizarre. But uh, they say that this, our immune system is our body's natural defense, obviously, Uh, Against infection, but our immune system can be programmed to attack the cancer cells. Scientists were looking for unconventional and previously undiscovered ways the immune system naturally attacks tumors. What they found was a T cell inside people's blood. It's an immune cell that can scan the body to assess whether there's a threat that needs to be eliminated. Mm. Uh, The difference is this one could attack a wide range of cancer. There's a chance here to treat every patient, according to uh, Professor Andrew Sewell. Uh, This is pretty exciting. It is.
2: It it sounds, just just hearing you read that, uh, it sounds like there's some potential there.
1: It raises the prospect of a one-size-fits-all cancer treatment, a single type of T-cell that could be capable of destroying many different types of cancers across the population. Uh, So what they do is they take blood from the patient, they filter out the immune T cell, and then they inject into that cell a harmless virus used to deliver genes into T cells that modifies them to recognize and target cancer cells. Then the modified cells duplicate in the lab, and then the modified uh, T cells are injected back into the patient to kill the cancer, to go after it. That's amazing. I love <laughs> this stuff. Really, I love it too. And and kind of have a vested interest in this. This is uh, amazing. Let's move
2: forward on this, yeah, please.
1: Yes, please. <laughs> let's let it, do this quickly. I mm-hmm. don't want to hear you know be talking about this for 10, 15 years. Hey, remember that thing? Yeah, they finally. Because uh, I mean, how many people would die in the meantime? Mm-hmm. Just let them try it. If it hasn't been tried on, try it on terminally ill people. And see if it helps. Why wouldn't you do that?
2: I don't even understand that. I'm with you hundred percent. I, I don't understand the delays on this kind of stuff, but it's always government red tape, and we gotta make sure that there's no liabilities here for Yeah. What, whatever, man. I'm my own person. I want this stuff injected. to I me. Mean, go. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, um I just I don't know. I, it seems like the president was working on something that would speed up this process. Didn't weren't we talking about mm. that some time ago? Well I'll look into that. Yeah. Meantime, um, Now, if you're watching my show, listening to my show right now, at this very moment, you're probably paying too much for your cell phone service if you're not using Patriot Mobile. And that's not even the worst part of it. Because, yes, while they're bilking you in your wallet, the major cell phone carriers donate millions to left-wing causes, to open borders, to abortion, and laws that uh, strip away our Second Amendment rights. Patriot Mobile doesn't just talk the talk. They walk the walk, literally. Join the fight. Join our family and more than 600,000 people just like you that believe in supporting the sanctity of life this Friday for the 47th annual March for Life in D.C. You won't see Verizon or AT&T there, but you will see Patriot Mobile there. Starting at $25.00. Uh, a month, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. It's so easy to switch, to. You can keep your number, you can keep your own phone, or you can buy a new one. Whatever you want to do, they can accommodate you. What are you waiting for? Go to PatriotMobile.com pad And when you use the offer code PAD, get a free month of service when you open a new line of service. I mean, the deal just keeps getting better, doesn't it? Or call their U.S.-based team, at 877-367-7524. Everything about them, the U.S.-based team, uh, the donations to causes in which you believe, the free month of service when you sign up for a new line, all of these things uh, are so great and just differentiate Patriot Mobile from everybody else. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Pat or call eight seven seven three six seven seventy five twenty four. 877-367-7524.
2: Uh, just a quick update on that right to try push yeah. uh, for drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Trump's FDA pick is um, is busy trying to get drug approvals sped up. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Congress um, has uh, they're they're going they're trying to get this law passed in Congress as well. So it's it's right now it's a bill, but um, you know,
1: well, there's a couple aspects to that. First of all, you need Congress to speed to help speed this thing up then you need the companies to be willing to do it because they want their success rate to be high. And one of the reasons they don't want people to try it it uh, because, is because they don't fit a whole bunch of different criteria. You know, you got to have these specific parameters so that this thing will work on you, so that our success rate is high, so that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, so that they look better. And that's one of the problems, too. Yeah, why would
2: you want... If you're an investor or you want to buy stock at a company, you don't want to put money into right. something that sounds like a failure. Exactly. And so, like you said, they really try to micromanage those clinical trials. They do. And uh, I could see that. But, uh, Not only do
1: they try, they, they, they do. do. I, had a, I had a friend last year who died from cancer. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, before he died, he tried, all, he tried so desperately to get into all kinds of different programs. And he would think he was... Accept it in one, and then they'd find some reason to boot him out of it. And then he'd find another one, and they'd kick him out of that. Uh, it was, just, it was, it was uh, heart-wrenching. 900 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, refugees fleeing the effects of climate of the cr- climate crisis.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Here uh, we go. Here we go. I know where this is going.
1: Anytime a sentence starts with refugees mm-hmm. fleeing the effects of the climate crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know where that is. Who is who is fleeing their home?
2: Well, there is one individual they found. Uh,
1: Did they? Yeah, yeah, they found him. They can't be forced to return home by their adoptive countries. A UN panel has ruled in a landmark decision that could okay. open the door to a flood of legal claims by displaced people around the world.
2: You know, we get this uh, phrase, okay, boomer. How about this one? Okay, UN, whatever, <laughs> okay,
1: got it. They were making a judgment on the case of... I own uh, sure. Tishoda. Oh uh, yeah, that guy. You know him. I own Tishoda, who mm-hmm. applied for protection from New Zealand mm-hmm. after claiming his life was at risk in his home country of uh, Kiribati.
2: Oh, Kiribati! Yeah. Oh, I love Kiribati.
1: Yeah, the yeah. Pacific island is at risk of becoming the first country to disappear under the rising sea level.
2: Mm-hmm. Fun fact: It's already noon tomorrow in Kiribati. So if Thursday sucks. Please transmit back to us, Kiribati. We'd like to know so we can sleep in.
1: Now, is Kiribati almost
2: underwater? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's an island. And, you know, President Trump told us about how islands are surrounded
1: by water, big water. Well, that's right. So um, He was right about that, too. I
2: I, I have no idea if if this island is being threatened, but I know it's not being threatened by climate change.
1: (laughs) Good grief. So stupid. What a world. I mean... It's really hard to believe that we have to put up with all this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, people, I guess this is, this guy is an actual refugee because his his yeah. island is sinking. It's a sinking island nation.
2: So he's saying, mm-hmm. "I escaped to another island, yeah, and I want to stay here,
1: a slightly bigger one." Uh-huh. Um, you know, New Zealand has some has some girth to it, at least. So it would take a while. So
2: I'm that. looking at this um, <clears throat> uh, Kiribati. You know, it's a narrow island. Uh-huh. I mean, that's just... Islands come and islands go. Kiribati, you should plan better. Very true. And uh, you might want to... You can do some of these fake <clears throat> islands that China's doing.
1: Here's you know? a good safety tip. If you're worried about the rising sea level, don't build your house on the beach. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> seems like a no-brainer, but it's really not.
2: <laughs> uh, or, uh, or like in Galveston, <clears throat> where they just mm-hmm. build their houses up on stilts and stuff,
1: you know? Yeah, look, look. There's a house over there.
2: Because um, I mean, that's a that's an island that learned a lesson. They did hundred years ago.
1: Yeah, and it really hard, awful lesson. Because uh, up to ten thousand people died in that hurricane. But in 1906, Galveston built the city seventeen feet higher. I with the with the engineering abilities that we had over a hundred years ago, they did that. Uh, so I mean, they used human ingenuity, Texas ingenuity, to do something about it. It can be done. It can be done. But I mean, I don't know and about people have done it. I don't know if Kiribati can do it. I don't either. But but, uh, but maybe they shouldn't have built on that island in the luck. first place. Yeah. You know, that's a good safety tip. But, but that must that
2: must stink though. If if you live on an island mm-hmm. and you want to go somewhere else and you know move to a better place. It's like, that's not the easiest thing to do. You're just kind of no. there on an island, like literally.
1: Yeah, makes <laughs> so, it tough.
2: Anyway, good luck to you, Kiribati, Body. And don't forget to uh, let me know how Thursday's looking.
1: Okay. 888-933-93. Oh, uh, Star Wars is going to come out with the uh, Baby Yoda plush toys, About I think, time, in May, right?
2: Yeah, May 18th, 2020. It seems
1: like that's a really, I mean, that was poor planning. Why didn't they? I Could mean, the you season
2: not make those without warning, the, you know, without it leaking. That's what they were afraid. I of, I right? would think so. Yeah, they were afraid I, of it leaking.
1: Yeah. So apparently they didn't start production until after the thing ended. Okay. Uh, wh- whatever. But um, the season ended in December, if I'm not mistaken, right? Early December, and then and then it, the eight episodes were done.
2: Right around the first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, now, Build-A-Bear has announced oh. that they're going to be releasing the uh, Baby Yoda plush toy in the coming months as well. The news comes just a few weeks after Hasbro announced the May release of its the Child talking plush toy.
2: Sorry, John Favreau, it's it's Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Nice try. <clears throat> We're going to brand this for you.
1: The, why would you call it the Child when Baby Yoda is such a great name? <laughs> Silly. It, everybody, everybody has t- the internet. Everybody has because, taken well, to it. It's just
2: what is because it can't in the timeline be Yoda. Yeah, we got it. But he's, I know it's, he's a, of the species mm-hmm. Yoda. Like, <laughs> right? Like, like, ask Siri right. that because we recently did that. Uh, that we ask, um, and I won't say it. The little Amazon device. Um, what species is Yoda? And then uh, she'll answer you if she's like the Amazon device. Um, it's a. It's. It's not, it's, let's just find out what kind of uh, of response you get.
1: Siri, what species is Yoda? Here's what I found. Oh, you, Ah! I can't stand you. I'm telling you, Siri is the most, that's why I never use it. I never use it. She's so noncommittal. So worthless. Here's what I found. Yeah. I searched the web. Uh Uh-huh. Here's what I found. No, I'm
2: across the room,
1: Siri. Doesn't help me.
2: Anyhow, no, I guess you have to push it, right? But anyway, so the Amazon device, right? If you say that, it just says um, Yoda belongs to the species species or something like that. Yeah. So like he isn't a species. Like I I don't know Star Wars, so I'm really just kind of flying blind right here. But that's that. Really? Yeah. So they can't call him baby the the Mandalorian baby. Right. Whatever. Right. So whatever. He's baby Yoda. You can name him later.
1: Somebody has also designed a uh, baby Jabba. <laughs> Look at this! This is this, this, is, is, this
2: is the internet.
1: Uh, That's so great, having
2: fun right
1: there. There's <laughs> a baby Jabba right there for you. Now, I baby I want Java the Hut. I want that. <laughs> that would be fun. I'd buy that. I would buy that.
2: That is awesome. <laughs> 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 He's gross even as a baby. Uh, yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh. uh so. Somebody leaked also somebody leaked the Star Wars script. Oh yes. Okay. That, that was supposed to have taken place uh right before Carrie Fisher died, right? Well, the was, date
2: on the script was 2 weeks before she died and she okay. in this script, whether it would have been approved or not based on her death, we don't know, but she would have had a much larger role. Um
1: in the last two movies or uh, the last uh, one this, this
2: this one that just came out um yeah.
1: so she had a pretty big role in it right and she was it wasn't CGI just CGI the whole no, time no no it was uh
2: it was leftover stuff that they had actually no yeah yeah so it just really? worked out nicely i don't know if it was 100% All of it? i don't know if it was 100% but i know most of it no wonder cuz actually yeah. Cause that looked too good for a CGI yeah it's good stuff yeah <clears throat> i mean she was that looked like her so what was the name of this last movie, the Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Right? Okay. So yes. this one would have been The Duel of the Fates. We'll and, have to read this and uh, yeah. and uh, tell you about
1: it tomorrow because yep. and, uh, and we'll tweet it out really cool. as well, yeah, so be yeah. looking for it. All right. See you tomorrow. on am Pack Grandlease.